our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. everybody welcome welcome this is Diet renee here on school through spirit with wltkdb.com this is a show of which oh, i do speak to different people of different modalities of spirituality and really just how they affected our lives um or how spirit affected our lives um each week i do have a small discussion discuss discussion based on um different things of spirituality and then i go on to my guest this guest this week is miss lindsay eastburn miss lindsay is a hypnofertility person which is going to be really cool to talk to and just kind of discuss and it's kind of cool so and i want to tell everybody right there right out the bat okay guys yes i got my facebook back my regular page Yes, my business pages are visible to the people and the public, but as you noticed, I can't do anything with them. I am a viewer with these things just like everybody else. I can't post. I can't share on there. Um, if you're messaging me there, I apologize sincerely. It won't let me get into them for anything. So again, I sincerely apologize for that. Um, so if anybody has messaged me on that note, again, I am sorry um let me see now guy i've been trying to share it to facebook and every place else oh my god good morning jessica and tim and danny and kevin good morning everybody happy happy monday um so there we go there we go that that's my rant for this morning when it comes to facebook i'm over it i'm just going on with my life and going okay apparently i don't need this thing so um is what it is it's kind of probably getting clogged up anyway so i just wish i could delete the pages now just get rid of them and start all over but anyway um let's kind of go on with that oh my god now it's not even let me do things in my own groups oh my god um it says i joined it just won't let me approve my own post um dur, dur, dur. so a topic today you know what i'm gonna go with you know, I had a couple in my head. I won't even lie. I had a couple topics in my head. Didn't know which way to go. Kind of going, oh my God, you know what? To and I, and I'm going to go with what literally the Todd, my producer, was talking about. Um, because this is funny. I'm I'm working so back to work. I go, oh, okay, Kevin or Keith. Sorry, happy. You have a great day, darling. So there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Okay. Um, and I just a million things are going in my head. Okay, and it's it's so strange. Um, and it's really funny because every morning, every morning, every Monday morning, I kind of just blank out and leave it alone. Uh, right before the show, Todd looks at him and goes, what are you going to talk about this morning? And I always look at him and go, I have no clue. And he always looks at me, but you never do. But it comes like that, like right at the last moment. 
And I have to say, it honestly does. It honestly does. And it just goes into trust. It completely goes into trust. And, you know, it's kind of strange because when I, I say that, it's literally is what's popping into my head right off the bat is things that went on through this weekend. Okay. I had an amazing weekend this weekend, guys. Hey, Courtney. Um, just a phenomenal weekend. And it was because I got to teach. You know, oh gosh, I love my readings. Don't get me wrong. I love, love, love readings. But I love also to teach. I just love to be with people that really kind of want to know what's going on with life, what's going on with themselves, what feels like it's been a month. Oh, I, I know, Courtney. Um, and I love to watch them. You know, I, I can give them all the knowledge in the world. I can give them everything I have, which trust me, if you ever taken a beginner's class with me, I try to give a packet full, a packet full. But one thing I can't teach is to teach them how to trust. I can't teach them how to trust. They have to come to that on their own. And it's, it's incredible because as I watch them come in and they're just so excited, they're nervous, they're excited, they're They've wanted this for a long time. They don't know what they're doing. And they sit down and I explain to them what the day is going to be about. And I look at them, I go, okay, guys, this is this is what it is. I want you here from 10 to 5. Long day. It's a really long day, but there's a reason for it. Because I am going to talk most of this day. And I'm going to talk and talk. And I'm going to talk until I'm about to fall over. And we all know I can talk. So that's a lot of talking. And then we're going to get to a portion of the day where all of a sudden we're going to talk and have exercises. Pretty cool. And then we get to a point where I no longer talk anymore because you're going to sit down to read for each other. And everybody's face goes, I can't do that. And I'm like, trust me, by the end of the day, you will. Because literally the process is to give you so much information until you're exhausted and you're just like, oh my God, I can't take any more in. And then you're at that point to just release. And fear no longer stops you. It's incredible. I am my, my oh, try, I need to take my class. Trust me, you're not my match yet. <laughs> I've yet to find my match. <laughs> um, when it comes to this, you know, because it really is. And it's kind of like, and it's it's weird because it's another subject that brought, brought up to me was about fear. And I thought, well, gosh, how would I talk about fear? And it's like, and that's exactly what I dealt with this weekend. I dealt with a lot of fear. I dealt with a lot of people. Hello, Miss Paula. <laughs> Cordy, I love you too, hon. Um, I dealt with a lot of people this weekend that were all about fear. They're, they want it so bad. They want to speak to you know people, their loved ones. They want to speak to the energy. They want to get it in, but they are so fearful of literally what what is there? What is going to happen? I'm fearing I'm not going to get something. I'm fearing I'm going to go blank. I'm fearing that, you know what, nothing is going to be there. All of this fear. And it's, I just look at them all and I smile and I'm like, don't worry, guys, you're going to be okay. Because by the end of the day, you're going to give up that fear. By the end of the day, you're going to have these hits that are going to blow you away and we work you into it. We slowly get to you to that point. I just don't throw you into readings and say, let's go like fish in the very beginning and know you're going to swim like the baby we threw in the water because I knew it wouldn't happen. But it is a process. And throughout the day of working through it and working through those fears and working through all those hesitations and, and going through the exercises that we do together. Good morning, Masonic. Oh my gosh, this is early for you, darling. When we work through all that, it's incredible. Because when we start to do the exercises together, we start with simple exercises. Hold a rock. Tell me what it feels like. 
And then they find out what the properties of the rock matched what they were feeling. And they're kind of like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then I put up a picture and I say, tell me about this person. And they tell me all about her. And they're correct. And they're doing it as a group. Good morning, Miss Lori. They're doing it as a group. And they're supported within a group. And they're starting to release that fear. They're starting to go, oh, wait, maybe I can do this. But they got the they got the camaraderie of each other doing it. And then I put it, I put an oracle card up on the screen and I go, What's this card mean to you? And every one of them says something totally different. And then I look at them, I go, But where are you at in your life? And they go, Wow. And I'm like, you just did a small reading for yourself. And then they start to give up a little bit of that fear. They start to give up a little bit of the I can't do it. And then they do the readings. And it's incredible because I try to have fun with it. I have all different times of fun with their readings. You know, I give them water. We do, you know, we do water readings and we do, I blindfold them and say, oh my gosh, here, let's do a reading blindfolded. And then I turn around and I'm like, oh, here's the set of Oracle cards. You're just going to do a three card spread. Puppies. I love that. You know, um, here's a pendulum. Here's, here's these different things. Let's have fun. And it's mind-blowing to watch them. It's mind-blowing to watch them because each time they sit down, they're blown away by, oh my gosh, they're not blown away by the getting of the information. They're blown away by when they say it, that they're right. That the person looking at them goes, well, that's right. And you watch them give up a little bit more of their fear at every station. Every, every ring they do, they give up a little bit more and they give up a little bit more and they give up a little bit more. And I will tell you what the most incredible reading I see them always do. And I always get the most applause on, except for some classes are like, mm, not so much. But I literally put a bowl of water in front of them. And this was my favorite, my favorite reading when I was learning. Well, you put a bowl of water in between two people and you have one of them put their hand in the water. And they're just putting their energy in there. There doesn't have to be in there long, just a few moments. They pull their hand out. And the other person doing the reading puts their hand over the water. And they tell them what they're, what they're getting over the water. And they put their hand on the water and they say it. And then they go into the water. And you can feel the different layers. And they're always like, wait a second. Oh, my God. How am I doing this? How am I getting information from water? Like, And I just have to look at them and say, you finally released your fear. You finally release that hesitation. I, I put you into a situation where you went, I'm not going to get anything. This is stupid. And you, and you got it. And then they're blown away because they sit there and going, oh, my God. I finally did it. And I'm like, the biggest thing you did was you released your fear. You released your fear. You released the fear of being wrong. You got out of your head. You stopped being stuck and you release that fear. And it's incredible because when they do that, they just explode open. They explode open like, oh, my God. And their eyes get so bright and they get teary. And you can see the camaraderie that they have come together. And it's so amazing because literally what they are doing is not only are they starting to get faith in themselves and faith in spirit, but they're getting faith that, you know, what they've been doing their whole entire life has been right on point. And not only can they do this in life, 
like, oh my gosh, just everyday life that we all do this. And but now they can do it on command. Now, are my beginners going to go out and do readings for everybody? Probably not. Probably not going to start off that and jump in onto that rabbit hole quite yet. But they are under the thing that they're starting to trust themselves. They're starting to trust. They're starting to go, okay, I'm getting information. Let it out. I'm getting stuff. Let it out. And it's incredible. It's just truly, truly incredible to watch this process. And that really led into a conversation I had with a friend last night. Because, you know, I taught in Hayward, Wisconsin. And then at 6.30, drove five hours home. Because that's me. Um, could have done all this from Hayward. But, you know, I decided to do it. You know, I, I had too much to do. And I wanted to do it from the comfort of my home today. Kevin, that shift must be healing for the group. It is hugely. Oh, my God, Kevin, it's huge. It's so huge. But here, my my friend and I, even though I left her in Hayward, you know, I got on the road a couple hours later and I'm calling her. And um, I actually talked to a couple of friends last night on the road. But the one, Lisa, I called back, I don't know, 9.30 last night, whatever it was, my my short, short leg left, that I had left. And we were talking about fear, not in the realm of psychic media. We were looking at the fear of children, relationships, how things change, how we grow, how we evolve. And it was mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing to realize how much fear we had, you know, and how much fear we'd released. And let's just take it with children, for example. I think a lot of us have children or hope to have children or our child yourself, whatever it might be. And we look at the dynamics between the relationships between parents and the children. And, you know, we all want that, that fairy tale glow of a relationship. We really do. But it, it's not always that way. We get some rocky moments. We get rocky moments, you know what, where our children look at us and just go, you know, and we don't like you or I'm nothing like you or, oh, my God, how could you be that way my whole way being raised or whatever it is. And as parents, and I'm not going to say all parents, but as parents, a lot of parents, we have this fear of losing our children. We have this fear of not having that relationship. We have this fear of them walking out. So sometimes. And I have been that parent. We do whatever it takes to not allow that to happen. Because we're fearful that if they walk out and they get really stubborn, they walk out, that they may not come back. And there's really not a lot of growth there, is there? There's not a lot of growth for you. There's not a lot of growth for the kid. And there's definitely not, there's no growth for the relationship. And as we were talking, we were talking about releasing that fear, that fear of, oh my God, what are they going to think about me? And just saying, you know what? I'm done being afraid. If you're going to walk away, you're going to walk away. If you're going to stay, you're going to stay. But you know what? I got to be me and hope to have you grow up and figure it out as you grow and you mature that you will start to see me in a different light. That's when we start to understand our parents, isn't it? But it's not until as a parent you give up that fear. You give up that fear of whatever this possible relationship is going to be. That finally a really good relationship starts. And it's so dynamic when that happens. It is so beautifully dynamic. 
but you have to release that fear. And you know, whether this is with children or spirit or everyday life, whatever it is, when we fear something, when we fear it, we stop our progress, we stop our growth, we stop us from being who we're going to be. And it's totally dynamic when that happens because when we finally give up the fear, when we finally release it, when we finally go, okay, not putting my energy in that anymore, all of a sudden you see huge growth. You hear, see this dynamic, you see, you see this huge dynamic of stuff happening. This, this dynamic of stuff happening. What is the outcome going to be? What is, what is going to happen? Now, I'm not saying give up your fear of snakes and go play with the rattlers. I'm not saying give up your fear of heights and go jump off a cliff without water. Don't do any of that, guys. But what I am saying is sometimes you have to look at your fear and you have to go, okay, I'm going to give this fear up and I'm going to walk through it. I'm going to walk through it and go, oh my gosh, I can get through this and find out what's on the other side. And you're going to find that, that holy crap, holy crap, life is pretty amazing on the other side. Now, it's also incredible because, oh, my God, as I'm talking, oh, my God, all this stuff is popping into my head. And I'm going to say on this, guys, I think you guys would be really, really proud of me because you guys know what my fear of snake hits have, has been. It's been paralyzing. And for the last, I don't know, week, I have been watching snake reels on Facebook. Like, they gave me Facebook back and all I do is watch snakes. I watch big python snake, reticulated pythons. And they're big and they're small and they're huge and they're this and that. And they try to snap out and then they have babies and they're braiding them. And, and I'm in awe. I have been watching for a week going, oh my gosh, this is so cool. This is so cool. And I'm watching them. Still don't want to go cuddle with one, but it's been incredible to watch it. And then the same snake eye that I've been watching, because I really like his attitude. He's awesome. Lots of education. Because I figured for me to get over my fear of snakes, I also need the education. And I'll tell you what, it's helping. But then I, I watched him as he got a package. Two snakes in one. And I instantly got afraid. And I thought, I don't know why I'm afraid. Instant fear. I hadn't even seen it. I'm like, why am I afraid? But I had to watch to find out. And the first one came out and the head was totally different. I'm like, oh, that snake scares me. I don't even want to watch it again. And he's talking about how it's one of the most deadliest snakes he has. It's poisonous. Like, oh, that explains why I'm afraid. And then the next one came out, and I was even more paralyzed. And I recognized that was a healthy fear. That was a fear that went, you know what, this can kill me. Maybe I can recognize that in the wild. Maybe I can, instead of putting every snake in that whole, they can kill me type thing, and, and not that a reticulated python can't kill me because they're big and pretty powerful, but the common sense is, is they're not going to try to. Really, they don't want to eat me. Okay? Maybe a small pig. I don't know. But they probably don't want to eat me. And I'm probably not going to run into one. But the snakes that I'm going to run into, garters and all that, they're not going to want me. They don't. But if I find a snake that I go, ooh, I'm afraid of that, it's probably going to be a healthy thing to say stay away from that thing because there's a reason why I need to stay away from it. But it helped me to recognize the difference in fears. It helped me to recognize, and I love how Cassie just put in here, fears, frustration, ego, anxiety, and resentment. I love that. I love that. Because that's what a lot of it is. 
But what is it when you push past it, guys? What is it when you push past it? It's pretty freaking amazing. It's incredibly amazing. You know, a few months ago, I had a fear of being seen. And I think I expressed that to everybody. You know, I, I, I didn't realize I had a fear of it. For as much as I tried to do, I didn't realize I had a fear with it. And I suggested to myself to give up that fear. To delve into the reason why it was there. And to give up that fear. And it's been incredible ever since. I'm getting asked to do more things. I'm, I'm, I'm getting put out there more. Um, I think my demeanor has changed. I think I've softened. I, I'm not in your face screaming at you anymore. Going, oh my God, here we go. But it's really coming in. And I'm going, you know what? I don't have to do that. I don't have to put up some sort of block to, to hide behind. And it's really changing who I am. And that's probably the biggest thing that happens when you release fear. When we release fear, it's incredible because we give up the blockages. We give up, we give up that, that fake persona that we've created to almost keep us safe. Maybe you're actually reading in the fear of, oh, that's that's a good point, Tim. That's a hugely good point, you know. And I think you're right because, you know what, I think they are afraid of us. I really do. I think they're afraid of us just as I am afraid of them, you know. So, guys, I want you to think about life and I want you to think about what you are fearful of. What, what in life stops you? What in life says, oh, my gosh, I'm afraid? And I want you to try to push past that fear. I want you to try to go, okay, I'm going to push through it because I'm going to see what's on the other side of this. I want to see what's on the other side of this fear. And then go, wow, what, what incredible thing is this? You know, what incredible, what incredible life is going to happen when you're on the other side of fear? You're going to find out it's pretty darn magical because either a few things are going to happen, either... It's going to be this huge dynamic of, oh, my God, what an incredible experience. It's going to change who you are because you're not going to have that thing that's holding you back. Or you're going to go, oh, what was I ever afraid of? But it's really dynamic what happens on the other side of that, guys. You, you never know until you push through. You never know until you finally push through this and you go, you know what? I'm just going to figure out what's on the other side of fear and go there. Courtney, understand the situation before you react and make progress instead of staying in the same routine. Exactly, Courtney. Exactly. That is, you know what? I think you guys have heard me talk about this in different formats a lot of different times. A lot of different times, you know? Which is truly incredible. But sometimes, guys, if you just jump for it, sometimes the best way too. I'll tell you what, there's been times in my life AKA my first trip to Mexico. Well, actually it was my second trip to Mexico, but first one I was a kid and went shopping. Um, when a friend said, do you want to go cliff diving? I said, sure, why not? You already got me in the water, you already in, in the ocean, you already had me scuba diving, you already had me doing all this other stuff I swore I'd never do. Come on, I'm asthmatic and you want me to go scuba diving? Like breathing through a straw is my nighttime terror because I've been there, done that, and I feel like I'm suffocating. And you want me to put my head into the water and breathe through a straw? Not intelligent in my world, but I did it, and it was amazing. 
And then she tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, you want to go cliff diving? I said, why not? I'm already doing this. I gave it no thought. I didn't go to the edge and look over the edge first. I knew it was a cliff. I knew there was water beneath me. And I knew it had to be safe or they wouldn't let me do it. They told me the instructions, one, two, three, jump. One, two, three, off I went. And it was exhilarating. It was rock star amazing to do it. And I am like, wow. Wow, what else is next? What else can we do? Because it was incredible. And I really do feel like we need to live life more like that. You know, healthy fears are great, guys. But you have to educate yourself. You have to push through. You have to become... You don't have to this you know i'm not guessing you have to but it sure is amazing when you do it is so cool just like the students i had yesterday i watched them all push through those fears i watched them all just spout out stuff that was like oh my god are you sure you guys are all beginners because you guys are shooting this out like it's you're just going blah and it's amazing it was amazing you know just to watch them Grow. Grow. Be a little bit more when they left than when they came. And it's incredible when that happens. Truly incredible. So I hope for this week, each one of you pass through your fields a little bit more. See the dynamic of who you are a little bit more, a little bit brighter. And change. With that note, we're going to take a quick break. This is Diet here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. I'll see you in a few. Looking for a holistic solution? Look no further than LimeStreetWellness.com. Lime Street Wellness is a full-service Reiki therapy center offering in-person and distant Reiki sessions. Additionally, Lime Street Wellness is committed to helping clients co-create healthier outcomes with hypnosis, QHHT, and intuitive advice. Lime Street Wellness is committed to helping all that are seeking to co-create better health, peace of mind, and greater freedom. Reiki master Kevin Mackey uses energy medicine, hypnosis, mindfulness, and intuitive guidance to assist in uncovering, understanding, and removing any blocks or energy cords or mental mindsets that may be intruding and causing needless suffering. Visit Lime Street Wellness today at LimeStreetWellness.com. That's LimeStreetWellness.com. Everybody, welcome back to School Through Spirit here on WLTKDB.com. I am waiting on my guests. They still have not arrived. They might have gotten the difference in time zones. I'm trying to find the email address so I can send them an email and say, oh my gosh, are you coming in? Um, that kind of wonderful thing that always happens, you know. Um, it is not our first rodeo with guests not showing up, so let's see what happens. But here I am just trying to find an email, and I know they're there someplace. I'm just not quite sure as to where. 
And it's always so weird when that happens. There we go. I think this is the person. Yes, perfect. Um, Okay, sent the email. We're going to see from there what happens because sometimes it's time zone, sometimes it's whatever, but here we go. Um, give them a good old phone call. Courtney, I wish I could, but you know what? It doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, it doesn't when they don't give you phone numbers. It's like, oh my God, but it is what it is. It is what it is. You know what I mean? So um, we kind of just go from there. We go, oh my gosh, this this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And it's really strange, but um, it's what it is. It's what it is. Can't change it at this point. So I want to ask you, you know what? You guys are all in the comments. We've had a great conversation about fears this morning. I want you in the comments, do me a favor and flood those comments for right now um about just different things that you have been afraid of or fearful of um and things that you've had to push through you know what fill that fill the comments let me know let me know let me see all your comments oh my gosh give them a phone call that would be courtney that's not a fear that was your last statement <laughs> um I just read it wrong. I'm I'm looking up my guest on Facebook to go, hey, um, to see if she's got a phone number because I really don't know. I really don't know. I don't think she does. That's okay. Um, so I'm looking back in here. Okay. Oh my God. Terrified of writing. What, Tim? You are terrified of writing? No way. Tim is a phenomenal writer, guys. That blows me away because Tim is a phenomenal writer. And uh, I'll tell you what, he's just, he's incredible. He's incredible because um, he's written a book, guys, and it's actually into being published right now. It's it's in, it's at the editors, it's going to be published. He's, he's a rock star when it comes to writing. I mean, every day. Wow. I would have never thought that. Paula, spiders. I get the fight. I get the spider thing. I do. I don't have a fear of spiders, but my son does. And I'm like, why do you have a fear of spiders? Sorry, guys, I got a headache. And he's just like, I don't know, I just do. And it's, I'm like, okay, I get that. I'm sure he looks at me with my fear of snakes going, oh, my gosh, Mom, really? So it kind of gets incredible, you know, so I get it. I get it. Um, what other fears do we have, guys? What other fears do we have? I got a phone number, guys. Should I call her? Should I call her and say, hey, are you coming in? Wouldn't that be incredible? You are already on my fears. <laughs> you already know all my fears. No, I don't, Lori. I know you've got a bunch of them that I have never approached. Never approached. And guys, Lori Brood there. You need to go to her website, lorybrood.com. And you need to check her out because she's a phenomenal reader. Oh, my God. She's awesome. Go check her out. You're going to love her. Um, Tim, do you want to? Be, I do not want to be seen either. That one I understand, guys. That one I understand. Just because, you know what? Being seen is a big one. Being seen is a big one. And you know what? It, when you look at it, it's got so much behind it. It really does have so much behind it. Because when you have that fear of being seen, it's, 
okay, are they get, you know, it's maybe it's my appearance, maybe it's my attitude, maybe it's maybe, you know, how somebody's going to look at me. I mean, there's so much that goes along with that fear. It's incredible, you know, and that's a lot to, it's a lot to bridge that one. So I understand that one. Courtney, being alone. Oh, that's also big, isn't it? That really is a big one. I used to, you know, I used to have that fear and didn't even realize I had that fear because I was an only child. You know, I mean, I should say I was raised as an only child. And um, it was, I was always by myself. All, I mean, literally from third grade on, I was by myself with the dogs at night. And, you know, I was at, you know, I was the, the key kid, I don't know what you call them, the not key kid or whatever, you know, and which was, it was okay. I mean, you're in third grade, you can watch yourself, you know, have some dogs to protect you. It's all good. But it wasn't until I got older that I realized I had a fear of being alone. Major fear. It's almost like I'm afraid to be by myself type of thing. So that one I completely get. Um, fear of success. Oh my God, Cass. Oh my God. That one is huge. Fear of success. You know, and I think a lot of people, a lot of people have fear of success and we tend to self-sabotage ourselves, don't we? I mean, we literally go, oh my God. And then we sabotage ourselves because it's like, what happens if I am successful? Then I have to be seen. Then I have to, and then, oh my gosh, you just, the list goes on and on and on. And it's like, to be successful, you have to get out of your normal routine. You know, you have to, you have to change things up. And you know what? We're so used to our routine. So, so is sometimes it's not the fear of success. It's the fear of, oh my gosh, I don't want to let go of my old habits, you know, or what's on the other side of this. We all want success or our own version of success, but that fear of it's huge. And then we, t we tend to self-sabotage, which is awful. Jennifer Pukey messes with my mind daily. Oh my gosh, I get that. Oh my gosh, I get that, Jennifer. I never understood that one until after I had gastric bypass surgery. Believe it or not, I never understood that fear because people would tell me they had that fear. And I'd look, I'm like, why are you afraid of something like that? But after I had my surgery, oh my gosh, they were always like, you know, so many people tell me they puke after it all the time. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to do that. It's going to hurt, blah, blah, blah. And and it's oh so i get i get it and i'm a year and a half out and it's like holy shit i mean i actually puked for the first time like two weeks ago which really sounds disgusting but i had the flu guys and i get it i was terrified i was so scared like oh my gosh and i got through it and i was like oh my god i feel better now let's go back to bed <laughs> Lori, fear of getting the message wrong fear of financial failure fear of losing another loved one that's all the top of the bear I, and Lori, you know what? I get that because I think that's a lot of major fears. I think that's a lot of major fears for everybody. I mean, getting that message wrong, guys, as a psychic medium, that's huge. And I will tell you what, especially if you're a psychic medium that has a lot of authenticity and integrity. If you really care about spirit, if you really care about your client, you realize that you know what? What comes out of our mouth is huge. What comes out of our mouth is huge. Where we're going to go with it is huge. What the information is huge. And we really affect people's lives. And what if we get it wrong? Oh my God, we get it wrong. What are we going to do to somebody? But on the other side of that, what if we get it right? What if we get it right? Then we really affect somebody, don't we? So that ends up being a big issue for a lot of people. Psychic mediums is, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. I'm going to get it wrong. But trust me, 
don't tell somebody to commit suicide. Don't tell somebody they're going to die. Don't tell somebody to go jump off a cliff. Don't tell somebody to do something stupidly harmful. And you're going to be pretty okay. And the more you do it, the realize the more you get right. And the more you do it and you get right, the more you're going, oh my gosh, I'm helping people. And I always tell people, I'm never 100% accurate. Never will I say I am. Because I'm still human and I interpret things and I interpret things wrong. So that's a big one. I get that. Financial failure. Oh, my God. That's another big one. You know what? And I'm going to tell you for everybody, everybody, financial failure is huge. And I think that's a big failure everybody has in their mind. And I think it's because even when you have money, you feel like you're success, you're successful. You know, it could always turn the opposite way. And what do you what happens then? What happens if no money shows up? How am I going to pay the bills? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? I'm here to tell you, I've been there, done that a lot. And I have more recently what, you know what? I've lived through all the other really hard times, really hard times. I've also realized that if I put it out to spirit, if I put it out to the universe that I need something, it finds a way to provide. And I just have to have total trust in that. And I will tell you what, through this, through this surgery, I cannot tell you the help I've received. Blindly did not know it was coming, but I literally put out there to the universe and I said, if you have to take me out of the game, you have to provide for me somehow. And I don't know how it's going to happen, but they have gone to people and it's been amazing. It's been amazing. The love and upwind I've gotten. It's been incredible. Another loved one. Oh, that's really hard. That's really hard. You know, and I did a lot of talking about that yesterday with people. Losing loved ones, gosh, that's, it's, it's, you know, and for myself, when I look at losing loved ones, I don't look at, oh my gosh, I'm losing them, losing them, because obviously I can talk to them, but everybody can do that. Everybody can talk to them. What I am afraid of is I'm afraid of losing their hugs and losing their voice and losing the warmth of their skin, their smile that tangible stuff. And that's what I never want to give up. But when I realize that, wait a second, death is just a transition. All it is, is getting off the meat soup. And I got to talk to them by cell phone, you know, somebody I can't see anymore, but I sure can get their information. And it gives up that fear of loss a little bit easier than I had before, which is, thank God I have that, but it's taken me a long time to get through that. But So I understand that for you, Lori, huge. And damn, add success to the list. Lori, you are a rock star, and I'm sending everybody to you. So I'm hoping you guys blow up her inbox. Go to her website, lauriebrood.com, L-O-R-I, or L-O-R-I-B-R-U-D-E.com. Blow her up inbox up. Tell her how amazing she is, because she really is. Tim, I'm, I'm a, I was afraid of being alone. My wife was afraid of throwing up, looking at us now. I know. Isn't that incredible, Tim? You get through those fears and it's like, oh my gosh. And look at that, Tim. You got through the fear of being alone. You got through the fear of writing. And now you're writing a, you're writing books, which is incredible. Jennifer, I had gastric too, but had this problem since I was a kid. You know what? I get that. You know what? I do understand even th since throwing up as a kid. I get that, you know, because if you think about it, oh my God throwing up it's it's like oh i don't want to do that oh my gosh i mean that's 
that's worse than anything. So I can, I get that, darling. I get that. When you look at the whole dynamic of it, and congratulations on the gastric bypass. Congratulations on making that step. That's a huge step for anybody that's taken it. Trust me, there is fear in that step. You don't even know the fear that comes with that. And let me let me tell you from a recent survivor of surgery, you know, it's something you want. You want to lose the weight. You have tried to lose the weight. You've done everything in your power to get the weight off. And it's not going anywhere. And you're just going, oh, my God, screw my life. I can't do this no matter what. So then you get into this program that's even scarier because you know what? Your relationship with food has been your relationship with food. And I'll tell you what, it is no longer eating to survive or eating to meet your needs. You have a relationship, okay? Whatever this is, okay? It's it's usually not healthy. That's how we got heavy. You know, and I will tell you what, even with myself, I got healthy, not heavy, not because I was overeating. I got unhealthy because I didn't know my body well enough as a medium and I took in a ton of sugar to make up the difference of my magnesium levels, which is, ugh, but I did it. It became a relationship just to get me to sleep and a relation. It was just incredibly, incredibly awful. And then you go through this process and you have to learn about that relationship and you have to get through all your fears of, oh my God, what's going to happen when I don't have this? What's going to happen with this? What's going it, to, it's not like being an alcoholic, you know, you can walk away from alcohol and never look at it again and you're, and you're going to, you're going to survive. You're going to be fine. But oh my God, my relationship with food, how are you going to take my food away? Cause I can't eat anymore. If I can't eat, then I'm going to die. See where the fear comes. It's huge. And then you've got the fear of, oh my God, I'm unhealthy. I'm overweight. I shouldn't be having surgery right now because I'm unhealthy. What if I die? And the fears just grow. And then when you finally got through the surgery, it's awesome. But then you're afraid to eat because it hurts. It just hurts. And that lasts a long time. And that fear really is one that you really have to fight. You know, so anybody that's had gastric bypass, I'm going to tell you congratulations because you went through a lot to get to where you're at now. And that's huge. Okay. Let me see. Let me see. Courtney, I felt that way with my son, my son in speaking. Oh, very nice. Very nice. What was going on with your son in speaking, Courtney? Tim, she passed of stomach cancer. I live by myself, just not alone. You know what, Tim, that is huge. When And I love how you explain that to people. I love how you explain that because I think you, you're, good morning, Facebook user. I think you're, you're cover is that Deidre? I'm not sure who that is. Um, you covered a lot there, if you think about it, because you know what? I think that's some people's biggest fear is losing to somebody to cancer because it is a, it's a different passing. It's, it's not a heart attack. It's not, you're watching something and it's really incredibly hard. And I love how you wrote that you live by yourself, but you're not alone. I love that because if you think about that, that's, that's the hardest thing to bridge is to, re especially with losing somebody is to go, wait a second, just because they've passed away doesn't mean I've lost them. And allowing that transition to happen, allowing that to just convert to something else. And that's huge. And honestly, guys, I think in that statement that Tim put there, I think that's what evolution is. I honestly believe that when you hear people talk about the, the awakening, we're awakening, we're becoming aware all those things. I honestly do believe that's the biggest part of this awakening is, you know, I can say abilities all day long, but honestly, it's not about the abilities. It's about 
you know, just because somebody passes away doesn't mean that we lose touch with them. We don't lose this, okay? That awareness goes, oh my gosh, I have these abilities. I need to stop being too intelligent to use these abilities. Does that make sense to you guys? Um, you know, I, I looked at people and, you know, like yesterday, I looked at people and said, you know what? Everybody's psychic and everybody's a medium. We all are. We're kind of like the wolf pack. You know, wolves use these, animals use these abilities all the time. I mean, I don't know if they talk to their loved ones that pass, but definitely their psychic abilities, they use them all the time to navigate the world. This is what they do, okay? And then you have to look at the fact that, you know what? We are the same. But you know what happened? We evolved. We got this thing called in our brain some intelligence and we stopped using our abilities. So maybe the great awareness of waking up is going back to using our abilities and putting it back into our life and then becoming a force to, to really be reckoned with. So using these abilities to navigate life, get further life, give up a lot of the fears because we're going to be able to go, oh, this is what it is and push through it. But then be able to talk to our loved ones on a regular basis and realize that, oh my gosh, we're not alone. Isn't that incredible? Maybe we'll start using more of our brain. Wouldn't that be really neat? I mean, they say we only use 10% of it, so that'd be really cool. Sherry, but the new but the new you is so worth it. To be able to buy clothes, you know. Sherry, that's huge. But you know what my fear is now, Sherry, with that? Oh, my God, that statement's so true. But I'll tell you what, I grabbed a shirt. Yeah, I packed, and Spirit told me to pack a certain shirt, and I went, okay. And I went. Put it in my bat. Put it in my basket. Put it in my suitcase. And I went to put it on yesterday, and I looked at it. I went, "Oh my God! I think it's too small. I think it's too small. I don't think it's going to fit me. It's too small." And I, "Oh, I've got nothing else to wear." Put it on it fit. And now those are my fears. Honestly, those are my fears. I look at clothes that there was no way I could fit into them before, and I look at them now going, oh, they're not going to fit me, and I put them on, and I'm blown away. Every time I'm blown away, like, oh, my God, they fit. This is incredible. So it's pretty awesome. So I've kind of flipped fears a little bit. But, again, I had to push through the fear I was going to be naked. End of story. Um, Courtney, um, he was he is diagnosed with nonverbal, and when I was worried, I didn't make any progress because I was not listening to him. And understand the language he was giving me. I started to focus on individual sounds and letters, and it was just kicked off from there. I love that. Courtney, I love that. I, you know what? Wow, that is incredible. And I love how you put that, you know, that you were afraid. You know what I mean? Because honestly, wow, that is huge. How am I going to talk to somebody that's nonverbal? How am I going to talk to somebody? Well, you know what, guys? We do it all the time. I mean, we have people that are hearing impaired or visually impaired or, you know, whatever. I mean, maybe intellectually impaired, whatever it is. And it's incredible to go, wow, wait a second. We still can communicate. You know, look at Helen Keller, guys. Look at Helen Keller. Hearing impaired, visually impaired. Couldn't speak. Look what she did incredible incredible so i love courtney that you know maybe your son's the next helen keller oh my gosh wouldn't that be cool wouldn't that be awesome you know can't wait to see what his path in life is that'll be awesome to what does awesome to see love it love it love it um love it can't oh my god love it i can't even tell you how much i love it i've said it how many times now um let's get back to this i, I put through to see if she sent a message but i realized i don't have that 
that messaging open. So I got to look. Nope, nope, nope. And got nothing from her back yet. And that's okay because I think we're having a good time right now. Okay, Kevin, it's my turn for Diet to kick my butt. Are you taking the next class, Kevin? Woot hoot. It's fun, guys. It's fun. Um, the how of being with my wife evolved. Being together has never changed. That is so big time, Tim. That is so big. I love that. And Sherry, I still do that. It takes a while. You know, Sherry, I would love to know when that stops. I would love to know when that stops. And it's so incredible because, you know what? Every woman does this, and maybe some men too, but you'll be shopping, you're walking across, you know, you're, you're going through the mall or whatever, and you're looking at these windows that are so clean in there, your reflection, you're, you know what, when I was happy, I used to look over and go, oh my God, I'm so big. Now I look over, I'm like, who's that? I don't recognize that body anymore. And it's, it's incredible. It's incredible to see my own, my, my own fears being released. It's incredible. I love that. I love it, love it, love it. It's, it's just awesome. You know, um, I want to know who the Facebook user was. Is that who is that? 947 kind of chimed in. Hello, good morning. I don't know who you are, you know. So I love it. I love it. I love it. So, you know, I love how you guys have just shared so many fears, so many ways of getting through this. Have you guys started to blow it up, Lori, yet? You know, I, I got to do this. I'm going to do this. I got to figure out how to do this. I got to make a comment because I need to get her email, I need to get her stuff. In the Facebook chat, and I came into this StreamYard link different than I normally do. So when I came into it, uh, I don't have the ability to do everything else I normally do. So we're going to do this a little different. Whoop, I found comments. So I'm going to do this. Hold on. Nope, I think I gave you the wrong email. I gave you guys the wrong, wrong. Oh, my God, I gave it the wrong. I got to figure this out, guys. I don't want to send you to the wrong place. So. I was sending you to the wrong link. Thank goodness I figured this out before. And Lori's over there going, oh, thank God. And you know it's how... Do you notice how Lori did not chime in going, I sent you guys to the wrong link because she's she's fearful. And now I'm going to put her link, her website. There we go. I'm putting it in the comments. There you go. It's LoriBPsychicMedium.com. You can see it in the comments, guys, because I done did that. I put her in the comments. Um, hopefully you guys can all see that. <clears throat> That's the email. That's the website I want you to go check out. And then, you know what, tell me if you like the website or not. Critique it because I built it and I suck at building things. <laughs> Lori's laughing so because now she knows she's busted and she knows I found out that I realized I was saying the wrong names. Now the right one's on there. There's a direct link to Lori's website. Go check it out. She's a phenomenal medium, guys. Psychic medium. She's phenomenal. Hey, Mo, how are you doing? You are fine, Mo. We're talking about fears today. We're talking about fears. So... I'm having people put up in their comments what fears they have. You know what? Talking about different fears and how we bridge those, what we do, that type of stuff. You know, that's a big one. That's a big one. So, mm. matter of fact, now I'm hearing in my head to pull a card. Pull a card. You know what, guys? I'll tell you what. This happens to me more times than I like to admit. And... There it is. See my granddaughter's hero set? 
your tour site. Isn't that awesome? Lori bought this. The lady I put in the comments bought this for my granddaughter. And my granddaughter loves them. Loves them. Her first tarot deck. She's got her first Oracle Star set that you guys have seen. Her first tarot card set. And you know what my granddaughter told me last week? She was so cute. She looked at me. She goes, Nani. I said, what? And she's Nani, I got to start doing readings because I got hundreds of followers and they're missing me, Nani. <laughs> I just started laughing. I'm like, you know what? I think you're correct, honey. I think you're correct. So apparently we have to do some TikToks where she does some readings, guys. Mo, I have a fear of flying. Oh my God. I get that, guys. I, I get that. You know, I've never had a fear of flying. I love to fly. I'll tell you what. I watch planes go above and I'm like, I need to be up there. I am a person that literally, I get so excited. Like when, from the moment I get an idea, like I want to go someplace, I'm like, I can feel myself in the airplane. I'm like, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do this. I love this. And I always love to fly, but then what's her TikTok? She's going to use mine, Lori. Don't worry. She'll use mine. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but. I just, I, I love, love, love to fly. And I've always loved it. But then I got this job where I had to fly the country to help at the corporation back when I was a nurse. And I will tell you what, a different airplane every day or every couple of days, Monday through Friday, always in the air, always in the airports. Oh my God. I loved it. Love, 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 loved it. I could not get enough of it. I, I can't even tell you. Um, but for me, this is Mo. This is how this is how an airplane is to me. Like, I understand the turbulence and all that because sometimes that can be scary. I mean, we have landed and I've landed in some pretty treacherous type conditions where it's like the the plane hits the ground, stops, and the whole plane is like applauding the pilot. Holy crap, you got us on the ground and we're alive and it's awesome. Been there, done that mm -hmm. I, more times than I like to admit to. But this is what I get: is those engines. I love the sound of the engines. They're relaxing to me. I literally do this. When I get in a plane and I hear the engines, and I'm sleeping. I'm out. I'm like, oh, my God. It's the best thing in the world for me. So that is that is mine. I found something within that, that arena that I went, I really like this. And I can only get this if I get on a plane. So, and then I, I want to get more of it, that, and I love to travel. So since I love to travel and there's, I want no boundaries, you know what I mean? I'm willing to do anything to keep my passport, to, to be able to fly, to be able to go someplace to, you know, and I love to drive too, guys, but I'll tell you what, I, that fear, I couldn't embrace that fear just because of that, but I do get it. I completely understand where that, that, that fear would be. I really do, you know? Kevin, this weekend I was released the fear of being choked. It was a big block. It's oh, I love that. Hopefully you didn't get choked to, to release the fear, darling. But I'm glad you got through that. I'm glad you got through that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. And Lori said the TikTok. What the heck is my TikTok page? Um. Apparently I need to figure this out. I don't know, guys. I changed a bunch of my handles on a bunch of my different things, and we haven't done it on. Oh my gosh, what's that? Gorgeous hair. Go to TikTok and there you go. Got it. Apparently there's some community guidelines. I have no clue what they are. I got some new followers, which is always amazing. Um, 
no clue what I've done or done not done here. Okay, so what is my handle on here? I got something in the inbox. I don't know. I never look at this. So at dot diet is my Facebook or is my um, TikTok at sign period diet. That's that's where you can find me on TikTok. Um, clearly, I need I need to do more things because I have. I have really been sucking at it lately and we're going to get Addie on there because she loves, 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 she loves TikTok. So there you go. She loves giving her messages. Um, I've done the same thing with Instagram. I changed my handle there. What did I change it to? Nope. That one's still to get Renee. Yeah, I forgot that one when me had periods here and there and everywhere. So that one did change. Um, so which is kind of cool. It is what it is, but there you go. So, if you want to follow on TikTok, that's where we go. Okay, so who else has written? Okay, Mo, I love to travel too. This is why I push myself to fly, even if it makes me so scared. Exactly, Mo, and that's what we have to do. That's what you have to do. So, I'm going to tell you, darling, find something on that plane you just go, oh my gosh, I really enjoy. You know, not the destination. You know, maybe it's the comfortable seats. <laughs> Um, maybe it's, you know, the camaraderie of people around you. Maybe it's a, the, the engine. I personally love the engine. I love to, um, take off and I love to land. I, I, quite frankly, there's not anything about a plane I don't love, but, um, there's, there's a lot there that you can really break down to say, I really like to do this part and maybe make that experience a little bit brighter for you. Hopefully anyway. Um, Oh, I can't, I can't wait to read that, Tim. I cannot wait to read that. Um, Michelle, I was choked four years ago and still, oh, Michelle, I get that. I, I get that, you know, I, I truly understand that, you know what I mean? Um, hopefully, hopefully you can help to release that one. That's because that's a hard one. Kevin, I had a trigger that immediately helped me heal, and I love flying. I love, and I love you're able to have a healing point, Kevin. That's huge. Oh my God, Mo, that's awesome. I love. See, you love the airplane food. That that's incredible, which is awesome because you know you know it's funny about when you said airplane food. Now I don't like airplane food, but I love hospital toast. Isn't that weird? I love hospital toast. Not the toast you get downstairs. It's got to be they make it and it stays on the cart for, what, two hours before it gets to toast? That soggy-ass toast that they get, I love that toast. Don't ask me why. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I always have. And I think that's the reason I might have become a nurse is over soggy toast. <laughs> you never know, right? You never know. So I God, I got so many lines open here. I got so many lines open here. Oh my gosh, Mo's laughing at me. I'd laugh at me too. Guys, I'd forgotten I had this deck. I forgot I had the Moonology deck, you know? So I want to tell you a little thing that I do. Why I have all these cards. Other than the fact that, you know what, I've always just got to buy a new deck. By the way, I think I found a new deck to buy. Oh my God. I'm awful, but I think I found a new deck. And somebody turned me onto a site where I can get decks for cheaper. Oh, it's not good. It's not healthy. I'm not healthy, guys. But this is what I do, okay? I won't judge you. Most people don't like airplane food. <laughs> That's okay. I love I love biscuit cookies, and I love the nut. I love the almonds they give me. That I do love. 
Um, but this is what I do, guys. And, you know, I'm like everybody else. I have a fear. Is my class going to be okay? Is the day going to be great? You know, all that type of stuff. So I ask spirit, um, it is, isn't it? It is. I love it. So I have these fears, guys. And literally, my, um, and I think they're pretty legitimate, but I get in my head. I don't fear that spirit's going to show up. I don't fear that I'm going to be able to do my job when I get there. Okay. My fear is, is anybody else going to show up? How is the day going to be? What's going to go on? I know it's really a weird prayer. Okay. But I go through this. So I have two things that I do. One is I wake up and I'll ask the cards, what's the day going to be about? Asked him before yesterday, asked him before Ashlyn. I'll ask him before this weekend. You know what I mean? And it's always whatever doc I decide to grab and travel with. Okay. Um, the other thing I do when I'm en route to someplace, I wait to see if I see ravens. We all know ravens are my birds. They's my jam. Um, but I literally, good morning, Michael. We're talking about fears today, dear. Um, so I look at, I look for signs from spirit. I've literally looked at spirit and said, you know what? This is what I want. If it's going to be a good day, I want to see ravens. If it's just going to be, you know, and, and the amount of ravens or the size of ravens, it's going to kind of tell me the story. I've let spirit kind of devise that one. Now, like last week, and this is a true story. Last week I was up in Hayward and I had to drive over to Ashland, okay, which was an incredible drive. Thank God it's like two roads straight down and take a right. But it was a snowstorm, the whole 10 yards. You have a few of them. <laughs> I can't believe that, Mike. Um, but I literally was, um, I was driving and going, there's no way I'm going to see ravens in this. But I'm like, spirit, if this is going to be a good day, you better show me some ravens, you know. And I got over halfway and hadn't seen one. And then all of a sudden I seen one. I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank God. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, at least there's one. At least there's one. I was happy with that. And drove a little bit further, and then there was another one. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Now, I kept driving, okay? Now, people may not realize this. Yes, spirit ravens are my spirit animal. Yes, or one of them. Ravens are messengers of from spirit. You know, they, they're, the mythology says they can they can fly be, between both realms or travel be between both realms and, and bring messages, okay, which is incredible. But ravens... On the earth plane, they're scavengers. I mean, they are scavengers. They will they will attack, they will eat, they will whatever. I mean, ravens are cool, but they're very much a carnivore type of bird. Okay. They're not just eating, you know, berries and nuts. There's roadkill, you're gonna see it closer than the vulture, you know, the raven's gonna be on it. Um, they're also incredibly intelligent and they're just they're just an incredible bird altogether. But a lot of times you don't see a lot of them in one group unless you're in Scotland, unless there's roadkill or something around. So anyway, to finish the story, I continue to drive and all of a sudden a raven flies by me. And I'm like, oh my God, what a great sign. But a flower, I'm driving in a snowstorm, following it in flight, and it lands over here on a barren tree. And I cannot tell you how many ravens were on this tree. Like covering the tree. We're like talking about the birds, the movie. There were ravens. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be an incredible day. And it was awesome. So naturally, yesterday, here I am, I'm going to teach. And and I don't care that, you know, Ashland was an hour and 10 minute drive. Yesterday was a five minute drive. 
I still want to see the Ravens, okay? And I still look for them, knowing I probably won't see them, but I'm still going to look for them. I mean, yes, I'm in Hayward, no snow, beautiful day, but really I'm in the city. And, you know, I've never really seen a Raven in the city up there before. And so I drive and no rave. And I'm like, well, I kind of knew I'm going to have just going to hope for the best day. You know, my superstition is don't know what it's going to be. And we started teaching. There's this huge snow pile outside the back door and all these windows. And all of a sudden I look over and another student look over. We're both looking out the window and this big raven just lands on the snow bank and looks in the window and just stares at us. And I was like. Wow. I mean, I couldn't talk. I just sat there and stared. And I was amazed. I was just in amazement. And it was the most beautiful thing I think I've ever seen. And we were all just, we were all in awe of this. Okay. And of course, class, you know, we go through class of the day, class gets out. And between the point of the where I was teaching at to where, you know, to go get my luggage, my friend's house. I seen multiple ravens. And then when I left her house last night to drive home, I didn't see ravens. I seen eagles. And yes, I was in eagle country. I get that. I was in eagle country. I know this, okay? That's not going to be like a, oh my gosh, I seen an eagle because they're everywhere. But these eagles were so close. Like they were so close. I could see literally the details of the feathers on their heads. It was incredible. And they were flying right in front of me. And they weren't going for vulture food. They weren't doing all that. They were just flying by and landing. And it was incredible. It was truly, truly incredible. I loved it. Do you communicate with ravens? Um, not on a spiritual level. No, I talk to them like they're my babies. Hey, sweet thing. Oh, my gosh, I love you. You're so cute. That's what I do. <laughs> If you want to know how I talk to ravens, that's how I talk to ravens. Um, I should talk to them on a on a different way. I should talk to them in a different manner. That would be amazing if I did. Um, another hawk just flew over me. That is so cool. I love that. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that. I love that. You know what? Why we're talking about these? I want to. I want to Google. I want to Google. You don't even know. You don't even know. Um, scene. Uh, eagle. This is how I Google. Seeing an eagle meaning. And my computer just knows. And it, it actually got more specific and bald eagle. So I'm like, there you go. Um, I don't want to see it in my dreams. I want to see it in my naked eye. Okay, there we go. There we go. So I love this. Strength. I got that. Freedom, I get that. Courage, I get that. But I like this one, connection to the divine. Bald eagles represent a connection to a higher power and being in tune with the spiritual self. Bingo, that makes so much sense to me on that aspect. And even the courage and strength and freedom all make sense to me also. So, But it's that connection that really makes sense to me yesterday with seeing the eagle at the last minute. So I want to, I really want to look up that one that you just put up there, the hawk, because I see hawks. Oh, oh, I love that, Jessica. A Eagles as a as a sign of change. I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So let's look at the hawk. I want to Google the hawk. You notice how I do this? It's like 
See, I, I talk while I type, guys. Peter Hawk in flight meaning. Hopefully it's good. Oh, I love this. And my computer says, what do you do? 11 spiritual meanings of seeing a hawk flight over you. I don't know if we need all 11, but I'm going to talk about them anyway, just so that you can go, oh my gosh, something fits. Um, hawk symbolism. Oh my God, this one is wordy. Oh my God, I hate that. I hate it when they're wordy. It's like, oh my God, just list the crap and let's go on. That's how I see things. Like list it, let's move on. Um, let's see if this one lists a little bit better. Or did I just click into the same ship? might have just seen it in oh the presence of the hawk is believed to be a sign from the spiritual world that beckons us to become aware of our inner power and use it to reach higher levels of success hawks are also known for the ability to see beyond what is right in front of them which speaks to the idea that we should strive to for clarity when making decisions and looking at life and additionally hawks have been associated with wisdom since ancient times Highlighting the importance of always keeping an open mind while searching for deeper understanding aspects of life. That's pretty awesome. I like that. I like that. There you go, Courtney. Hopefully that fits for you. That's pretty awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, love it. So, oh, I love it. I want to see what well, always take eagles as a sign from spirit. I love that too. And you know what? I think um, eagles are guys for Native Americans. Yes. And I think people, you know what? Even though you can Google something or whatever, look it up and it says, oh my gosh, this is, this is what it means by somebody else's interpretation. I'm always a big one that, you know what? You can tell spirit, you can tell spirit, oh my gosh, this is what I want it to mean. And they're going to. That's what's really cool. Oh my gosh, don't worry about driving, darling. What are baby owls a sign of? I don't know, Christine, let's look it up. I mean, we, we just flipped this, this show to something different completely. Seen a baby owl meaning. Although when I'm typing, it said baby elephant, which I thought was really cool. Um, ooh, it says... Now they put this in the, the dream world. I don't know why they do, but let's let's leave it at that. I'm going to take this dream or not dream. It says, "Baby owl," meaning a spiritual expiration. A baby owl dream is more than just a random sequence of images. It's an invitation to dive deeper into your spirituality and, uh, and subconscious mind. The baby owl symbolizes wisdom, intuition, and mystical aspects of our inner selves. Which that completely makes sense to me. That really does make sense to me. But I would, uh, I would honestly say, let's go a little bit further. And I would say you're like in the new developing of something because it's a baby versus a larger owl or more of an adult owl because owls are wisdom. They are seen beyond because they are a night creature. So I would say seeing the baby owl is actually, let's add that newer beginning of something. So looking at something from a newer beginning. Um. Which I, I really like that. I really like that a lot. So um, that's that's my thing. That's my thing. But guys, you can always Google what these things are. You can always Google. You can always ask what your sign is or what this is or what that is. You know, which I I love this. I love that. You know, I, I love the fact that, you know, as, as you've seen with the eagles, as you've seen with the eagles and everybody's comments, you know, um, 
And Lori, I know you made a comment because it showed up that you made a comment. I just don't know where you made a comment at, dear. I don't know where you made a comment at. Maybe it was on Facebook. Um, dur, dur, dur. It was up there. Okay, there we go. I do. Um, okay. Anyway, so um, that's about that's about the gist of that right now, guys. With that type of stuff. So I really wanted to. The Body Code is a revolutionary method of energetic healing developed by Dr. Bradley Nelson, which allows us to quickly and easily identify specific imbalances that seem to underline chronic ill health, acute and chronic pain, and discomfort, dysfunction, and stress. Ellie energetically connects with the subconscious of the client. Psychic medium Ellie Weisencell is a medical intuitive and energy healer and a certified body code practitioner. She identifies and clears energetic imbalances within the body and energy field. Contact Ellie at the website below and Ellie can work remotely from a distance, by phone, online, video chat. There is no need to travel to an office. Remember, the body code is safe for humans and animals. Contact Ellie today. broadcast which is what i did <laughs> sorry about that guys i was closing things and i went oh i cut myself right out so that's what happened that's todd's biggest fear but you know what he's got all these wonderful buttons to show just show whatever on the other side i'm just glad i realized it right off the bat but it also gave me a, a moment to be able to look at and um, a friend sent me a video of today's Ravens, which I got to watch while I was waiting to get back in, which was awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. So um, I love this. But to finish what I was saying, guys, before <laughs> before I cut myself out of the broadcast, um, was uh, I am back low. I never leave for that long. Trust me. Um, is when you look at the different things, you know, yeah, you can. We can Google all day long. We can. But I love the fact that because spirit's there and they're like, you know what? We're stubborn humans. We're really stubborn. You put us in meat suits and we just want it our way. We really do. So you can honestly look at things and go, excuse me. Sorry. You can look at things and go, you know what? I want it to mean this. I want it to mean that, which is incredible. It's awesome how spirit works with that. It's incredible how spirit will go, okay, you want it to mean this. You know, I mean, if I wanted, please, spirit, don't be listening to this part. But if I wanted a raven to mean that I was going to get a lollipop, they would give me a lot. Every time I seen a raven, I'd see a lollipop. I do not want a lollipop. It's just, you know, spirit. Let's leave it to where it was. But I can do that. I can do that. And spirit will listen. 
You know, if you want to sign for this, you want to sign for a loved one. You know what, Grandma, every time you run, run I want to see a purple clown. You'll see purple clowns every time grandma's around. Why? Now, you may not see it walking by you, but you might see it, you know what, um, a kid doing a picture of a purple a clown that's all purple. You might see a clown face and it's got purple hair. You might see a clown sticker in a window and it's faded out and it turns to that pure purple color. You know what I mean? And it will be, or you will see something that says the purple clown studio. You know what I mean? Spirit will give it everywhere. They will give you those messages, which is insanely awesome. You can test this. You can try it. It works. It works, which is awesome. And I love it. I love it. I love it. So, um, we're going to mow. You were just all confused when I disappeared, huh? I don't blame you. I popped off. What happened to me? So I want to do our weekly reading. We're doing it a little bit early, but that's okay. We're going to do the Moonology deck. It was so incredible because oh my God, the hand is doing much better. I can work with it better, but it still hurts. Um, Here we go. Here we go. Oh, we're going to use Moonology today, guys. We're going to use... I'm so traumatic, aren't I? Um. We're going to use the Moonology today because, you know what, I was looking at these online. I'm like, oh, my God, I love that deck, blah, blah, blah. I need to get that deck. And I went, wait a second, I think I have that deck. That's when you know you've bought too many cards. That's when you know we bought too many cards. So I want to just kind of put this up. Do the, do, let's do the five-card draw, the five-card stud, which is always incredible. It's always incredible, which, which I love. So let's do this. Pick your numbers, one through five, guys. Um, you can pick one card, two cards, all five, whatever. Do the weekly reading as a five-card spread. I know that's what Tim and I like to do. Anybody else wants to do it, jump on board. We're okay. We will share with you. Did you already have it? The weekly, the cards? Not yet. We're doing it right now, darling. We're doing it right now. Hello, Miss Angela. Hello. Um, we're doing the cards right now. Yeah, I already, oh, did you already have, yeah, I did, you were talking about the deck. I did. I didn't buy it because I was like, I'm pretty sure I have that deck. And I came home and looked at it. Actually, watched me do it right away. I'm like, I was going to pull cards. I'm like, wait, I do have that deck. So I grabbed it, which was awesome. Which was, what other deck do I have back here? All of a sudden, I'm looking going, oh, my God, what do I all have back here? Cards I forgot I had. You should raffle the extra one. I didn't actually buy it, darling. I didn't actually buy it because I was pretty sure I had it. So I have to be, I'm, I'm not to that point of not being careful, but I still have to be careful to make sure I don't buy doubles. Although I'll tell you what, I got a lot of copies of the Lisa Williams deck because I love the deck and it's no longer in production. And even though I don't use it as often as I used to, I still have the deck. So, but if I ever get extras, I just might do that, darling. I'm in on the ref, lol. If I ever get extra decks, I will definitely do that because I think that'd be a great idea. I think that'd be awesome. So using Moonology, let's go to deck number one. Ooh, ooh, I love this. Um, Deck card number one of Moonology is Prosperity Lives Ahead, the New Moon in Taurus. I love this. Now, I'm not doing the zodiac part of the moon sign, guys. I'm just looking at the card itself. And I love the fact that card number one is Prosperity Lives Ahead because anybody that has talked about having that fear of finance, and if you pick card number one, that prosperity is not far away. Like it's coming to you, it's walking into your life. 
I feel like it's really right around the corner, okay? Like you can give up your fear right now because it's happening. Now, prosperity is not always monetary, although in this case, I feel like it might be, but it's not always monetary. So look at prosperity and what prosperity means to you. Prosperity could be financial. Prosperity could be, oh my God, I get, you know, I have my family and it's happiness and love. That could be your prosperity. But for me, I know this is more about money. And I'm going to say I like the fact that it's right around the corner. It's right ahead of me. All I have to do is trust that's showing up. Card number two, take time to breathe out. Oh, wow. That's huge. Take time to breathe out. That's a pause in itself. I find myself doing that all the time, guys. I don't know about you. I do a lot of and the whole time I'm breathing out, but I'm not actually going, you know, and that's what that's about. When you can finally go, that breathe out is relaxing. That breathe out is just taking a moment to get you lightheaded apparently, because that's just what happened to me. I got lightheaded, but take that moment to take a breath to take a pause, to push your air out, relax, okay? Relax and trust, okay? And that's what that one's about. Card number three, have faith in your dreams, have faith in your dreams. You know what? This ends up being really huge. And if you pick number three, this is really just a huge card, okay? We have dreams. But then for whatever reason, we tend to think that our dreams are unrealistic. But trust me, when I say you got the dream for a reason, it came to you for a reason. Why are you letting go? Or why are you thinking it's unrealistic? So if you picked card number three, have faith in those dreams. You have them for a reason. They're going to happen. They're going to come to fruition. You might have to do a little work, but it's going to be there. Card number four, luck is on your side. Luck is on your side. If you pick number four, I love this. And I love the fact that it's got the arrow, the bow and arrow with that, okay? Because if you pick card number four, it really is like things are going coming up, tulips and roses all around you, okay? Trust in that. Trust that you can let go of the bad omens, the bad luck, the, the negative thinking, all that, and realize that this arrow is getting shot exactly where it needs to for the best for you. Okay, so trust in that. And card number five is it's time to take action. It's time to take action, which is card number five. Okay, which is time to act. It's time to do it. You know what? You've had your thoughts, your dreams, your wants, your wills, all of it. It's time for you to act upon it. It's time for you to sit, stop sitting back going, this is going to happen, and now put some effort into it. Because even though we want everything to miraculously happen, trust me, guys, you put in the legwork first. We really do put in the legwork first, but it is. It's time for you to just put that little bit of effort in and make it happen. So card number one was the prosperity lies ahead. Card number two is time to breathe out, relax. Card number three is have faith in your dreams. Four is luck is on your side. And five is time to take action. Now, I will tell you what, if you're pulling all these cards, I love that Mike's like, I am claiming all of them. I love that. Me too, Mike, me too. This is a week that, you know what? This is the week that it is happening. This is your week if you have picked all these cards because it is saying that, guess what? Your dreams, your wishes, your wants are happening. You have to put a little effort into it. You do have to put some effort into it. This isn't just going to happen upon you. And maybe you've put some effort into it, but either way, keep trust, keep faith in who you are, what you want, push forward and go, oh my God, it's going to be prosperous. 
prosperous. It's going to happen. It's going to be exactly what you want, okay? Or something better. So that's with the Moonology cards, which I love. I love that, yes. I love that. All five make sense in a sentence. I love that, guys. Now let's pull, I'm going to see what these cards are. I, I haven't pulled John Harlan's, John Holland, not Harlan, Holland's, um, what is it? The psychic tarot for the heart. Is it psychic tarot? Do I want to do tarot? Or do I want to do oracle? I don't know. Let's look at them. Let's see what it looks like. Uh, let's see what it looks like. Yeah, we can do it. Um, we can do it. I've looked at him for a reason. I notice I had that fear. Like, do I really want to go in? Uh, yeah, I picked him for a reason. Wait, it takes work. I know, Mike. I know. Oh. <gasps> You know what? I had to deal with that this weekend because I was like, God, am I ever going to be a success? Have I have I done enough? Have done I'm like, and all I heard was, oh my God, you've put in the work. Like you have put in the work. And I'm like, God, I have put in the work. Like, you know what? We don't come to fruitation. Like, boom, here we go. Um, um anyway, um, so that's that's about it so it's like yeah we have to put in work we have to do stuff to say oh my gosh here we go you know what i mean and the, but watch the fruits of your labor coming in that's what it's about it's watching the fruits of your labor coming in you know oh my gosh we had a jumper guys <laughs> we had two jumpers um and i can't make it up i can't make it up so here it is card number one that jumped out is dedicated effort <laughs> Card number two that jumped out. Clarity of belief. Do you love it? Do you love it? <laughs> so these are the two cards that really came back as that, you know, to support the other cards where it does take effort. It does say, you know what? I have a belief. I want to do this. This is going to happen. Okay. That's what this is about. And these cards are just supporting. They're supporting each one of the cards and they're supporting all the cards as a whole to say, guess what? This is what this is what happens. This is, you got this, but you do have to put in some work, guys. You do have to put some work, but all of it is magical. All of it is happening, which is amazing. Now, just because you know, I'm really <laughs> Michael's like, wow, I know you can't make this up, can we, Michael? That's one reason why I've learned to love cards is because you can't make something up. It's just it's amazing. Look at that, my Raven cards. Should we pull a Raven card? Let's just pull some cards. No, dang it, Tim. <laughs> well, I know. I read that to myself, Michael. I was like, Tim, knock it off. Stop being so like, yeah, we know we have to work. <laughs> Since I've talked enough about ravens. Um, doo -doo -doo. And it turns out my guest just pulled in. But you know what? She had the time zone wrong. And that's okay. But it's too late to bring her in. So maybe we can reschedule her for another time. Um, but it's not going to be today. They, this card, this deck has a lot of how-to cards with it because it doesn't have a book. Doo -doo -doo. Okay, my folly to the cards. Okay, my folly to the cards. I am. Okay, let's pull a raven card. I love Courtney's like, pull, pull, pull. Why not? Because each one of these cards are just backing up. You love the raven? I know. Aren't they awesome? I love this deck. I love the fact that, that, you know what, this deck is this deck is not for everybody. I will tell you that. And a friend got me this deck because I love my ravens. Um, 
This deck can be saucy and sassy, and this deck can be very calm and very loving. Um, this is really a deck that is just, it's so amazing because each card is really so vastly different. Um, so I love that. I love, that's what I love about this deck. So, but I never pull it out very often. Um, okay, guys, listen up. Because <laughs> again, I can't make this up here. Just so you can see what I'm going to read. It says, if growing meant pulling, tugging, or extracting, it would be called pulling, tugging, or extracting. But it's called growing. And that means that it happens all by itself. If you let it do so, so sit back and let it grow. That's huge. Those are huge. It is. I love this. And it is about that. Because trust me, guys. <laughs> Call it sassy. Who does this remind you of? <laughs> I have no clue, Kim. But it is. We've been talking about this, guys. We've been talking about this, you know. And it, all we've talked about over the last hour and a half is about growing. You know what? Even the card pull today is about you've done your work. It's all going to come. It's all going to be very prosperous for you. It's coming. We don't have to worry about stuff like walking away or not happening or not doing what we want because it's going to happen. You know what I mean? And that's that's really what it's about. And I, I mean, I hate to say it, but that's really what it's about, you know? Um, doo -doo -doo. And I'm still trying to get to the Beyond Lumeria cards because we all know I, I just, these are my, my these are my go-to cards. I don't even know why. But really, they're my go-to cards for you guys. And I think that... A lot of people just get something from these, and they're a lot, they're very wordy. I don't have to look at the picture and go, This is what this means. I just read to you what the card says. And um, to me, it's it's always mind blowing. It really is. So, we're going to pull one last card because I think four decks is enough for one day. Um, and we'll go from there. Okay. So, let's, let's figure out what card this is. Um, oh. See that pretty card? A lot going on there, isn't there? Just a ton going on there. You got a violet flame there. You got a woman. You got a lot of energy, a tree, kind of tree of life, an eye on top. Oh, my God, so much. But it says it's the violet flame. And for any Reiki master, you know what that is. We As, as we deepen our spiritual path, step out of illusion. I can't say the word. Illusion constructs and become empowered beings. Life presents more opportunities to grow than before. Your sensitivity will be heightening, so it may be harder to spend time in places with certain energies. Do you have a range of accessible go-to practices for recentering, cleansing your aura, and protecting your energy field? A routine for psychic fitness will keep your aura strong and resilient, your energy sovereign, and your vibration high, and help you to see your illusions that see through illusions that block or disorient, disorient. Bringing the violet flame into your meditation and self-care practices for graceful rebalancing. Now, for everybody that doesn't understand, violet flame is really a, a flame that you throw heavier energy in for transmutation, okay? For transmutation, which is amazing. I love it. But I like the fact that what they were talking about with this card is not from necessarily the Reiki point of view or that energy point of view. It really was looking at about you growing, you pushing past. And if you think about it, we've talked about fear state, pushing past those fears. What's on the other side of pushing past fears? 
we've, you know, the cards are like, oh my God, you put through that work, push past that. Oh my God, allow this amazingness to come to you. All of it is phenomenal. All of it is so phenomenal. And I really do think that's what this card is actually backing up along with it. Like give up your illusions, give up what you falsely think. And that's what illusions are, false thoughts. Okay. I put up this illusion for something. If I give up the illusion and look at the reality and then go, okay, I'm going to push through my reality and create something else, it becomes amazing. And that's pretty awesome. So I think, you know what, I think all the cards today, everything makes so much sense. Oh my gosh. Sloan says, all the cards make a lot of sense for me. I choose to take a new job and that will be more financially stable for myself. I love that. I just chose to take, oh, sorry. I just chose to take a new job. I love that, Sloan. That's awesome. I love that. So cool. So cool. So cool. So I really am. I'm happy that all the cards are resonating. You know, all the cards are resonating. Um, everything is working beautiful. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, which is just, it's awesome. It's amazing. I love that. So hopefully, hopefully this all makes sense. Hopefully it helps you today. I really want to talk about the new show lineups because you know what? We've had a lot of them, a lot of changes, a lot of different things happening. Um, let me look, let me look. We're going to go here. We're going to go here. I'm going to click on the thing. Cause I'm going to read it off the big screen and not my little screen. Then I got to find it on the little screen because this is what I do. What I do? Oh, it's going down below, not on top. Oh my God. So let's start with Monday. We still have a ton of shows. A few shows have dropped off. A few more shows have jumped back on. So this is awesome. So Monday mornings, you always start with myself, School Through Spirit with Diet here at 9 a.m. Monday Morning Monsters with Barnaby Jones is at noon. Barnaby has been in South Carolina for the weekend, so he's going to have a lot to talk about. Be the Change with Christina Bloom is tonight. Christina was in Rhinelander over the weekend. She's going to have a bunch to talk about. Tuesdays, we start with Exploring the Paranormal with Heather Lee at 9 a.m. Ane with Ane Shin is at 5 p.m. She is our master tarot reader, guys. you got to watch her. I love her. I love her. Love her. Unfiltered with Mike and Diet tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Moment to moment with Linda Hope at 7 p.m. Spirits are talking with Lisa Silverman is at 9 p.m. And Paranormal Pete with Pete Orbea is at 10 p.m. Now, Wednesdays, we start with Deidre Sanford at 10 a.m. with the Self Care Show. The Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickles at 3 p.m. Oh my gosh, guys, in May, we have a new show starting in May. I love this. I'm going to tell you about it now, even though it's not until May. Soul Guides with Rodney Blunt, which is going to be an amazing show. Um, Haunted Location, 60 Minutes in 60 Minutes with Nick Sarlo and Diana Henry. It's at 7 p.m. and they are this week. See and Beyond with Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy is at 9 p.m. Thursdays is Chat with Charlie with Stephanie Lynn at 9 a.m. The Tyson's Gift Podcast with Brandon Wainwright is at 6 p.m. And guess who's this guy? I am on his show this week. I'm so excited to be on his show this week. So you need to tune in to see more of me this week at 6. Realm of Darkness with Ashley Monroe. Realm of Darkness with Ashley Monroe is at 7 p.m. And that starts April 7th. I love that. April 7th. That's when she starts. The Voice of Oneness with Amari Bonet is on at 10 p.m. And that's on Thursdays. Now, Fridays, we start. Oh, my gosh. Fridays are an awesome day. We start the morning with Soul and Synergy Radio with Terry and Danny at 10 a.m. That is a two-hour show, guys. It's an awesome show. The Psychic Hour Reading Show with Kelly Brickle is at 3 p.m. 
Twilight Tonight with Dee Dee Moonfires at 6 p.m. Twisted Ascension with Caden and Alyssa Mask is at 8 p.m. And then Haunted Voices with Todd Bates and Nicole Strickland is at 10 p.m. Oh my God, that's a mouthful. We have got so many amazing shows, so much to do, so much to look at. I love it. I love this station. I love how we've grown. I love how we have given so much to so many. And it's like, hey guys, if you want, if you want to have a show, if you want to advertise, come check us out. If you're not seeing this or you want to see this again or you want to just listen to it, go to the podcast. You know, like, guys, this show turns into a podcast as soon as we are done. And it's incredible. You know, um, you can go to iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. I mean, all of them, guys. Um, and again, download it. Look at it, you know, which is awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, what's coming up for me this weekend? Guys, I'm local this weekend. I'm in Janesville, Wisconsin. I'm at Earthsong on, on Saturday from 10 to 5 doing readings there. If you have not booked already, you might have missed your slot because I usually book up really quick there. But the cool thing is, have you ever, you know, I talked a lot about the class I just taught this weekend. If you're in the area or in a surrounding area, I mean, some people, one lady drove four hours, four hours literally to take the class this weekend. Another one drove over two hours, like two and a half hours, three hours, something like that from Rhinelander up. Oh, incredible, incredible, incredible. But if you're in the Janesville area, surrounding area, within two, three hour distance, I am teaching my beginner psychic mediumship at Ursong Books and Gifts in Janesville, Wisconsin. This Sunday, the class is from 10 to 5. It is $100 for that in-person class. You do have to call the store and you do have to register and prepay for that class. There's only eight slots, guys. So if you want it, you need to call and get into it. An amazing in-person class. I mean, just so much. And like I said, we're going to start this day and we're going to slam pack you and have your reading, doing readings by the end of the day. I'm also starting my um, automatic writing class that starts this Wednesday night. It is an online class. Um, it goes at 6 p.m. And it is the next three Wednesdays that we're doing automatic writing. And we're just going to give you some lessons, some practice, some meditation to really get you on that journey. So if you've ever wanted to talk to your loved ones and you're like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to, I want something more tangible. I'm not sure how to do it. This might be a class for you because literally we're going to jump you in. We're going to teach you about it and just watch you grow, watch you grow, watch you get that information and have it coming in so beautifully. So, which is awesome. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Next week. Oh my gosh, guys. We're going to have Maggie Spaulding on next week. Spaulding on next week, next Monday. Maggie is this amazing woman that um, I was supposed to have on before. And I screwed up. Remember, I screwed up. She didn't show up. I brought in somebody else. I'm like, what the hell happened? Blah, blah, blah. I screwed up with her. She was supposed to be on the 23rd or the 28th of one month. She was actually supposed to be on today. She was supposed to be on today. So what's the 27th? She was supposed to be on today. But I scheduled her for last month on the 27th. Totally screwed it up. Totally messed up my own scheduling. Had to profusely apologize to her because it was my fault, not her fault. And we rescheduled for next week. So I was so grateful that she was able to come back on. She does have a book out there and it's a best-selling book. And I really want you to be able to come in and see Maggie and all the amazingness that she is. So she will be on next week, which is awesome, which is just a lot of fun, guys. A lot of fun. So make sure you take that time to kind of jump in and see her. Um, April is really a full month for me, guys. I mean, 
yes, I am taking off the weekend of Easter. Um, but after that, things hopefully start to get kind of like fuller. Um, I do have spirits in the spring on April 22nd, which is going to be an awesome day. That's on Broadhead Manor in Wisconsin. And then at the very end of the month, I will be at uh, an event up in Milwaukee on the 30th. So lots of good stuff. I still have quite a few appointments for readings, guys. If you want readings, I'll be starting up. I do have the beginners that's in person. I'll be starting up a beginner's class again, um, just because a lot of people have expressed they really want to take it. So I'm like, okay, let's let's do this. Let's rock it out before summer starts. Um, we just start spring, and that way, booyah, you can have fun. So again, guys, if you want to book a reading me, you want to look at more classes that I might teach, um, follow me on Facebook. Just go to my regular page, Diet Renee. Um, follow me there. Just hit, the, you know what? If you can't, you know, hook up with friends, hit the follow button. You, you can get all the all the information that I do post. It's all right there for you. Um, and we'll see you next time. Okay. I'm gonna let you guys all go. Thank you for sticking with me today. It's been an amazing day. Thank you for talking to me about all your fears and your transformations. It's been truly amazing. Um, thank you, Kevin. Oh, thank you, everybody that always shows up every week, no matter what I'm babbling about. So I appreciate you guys. But this is Jet here on School Through Spirit, and I will see you next week. Have a beautiful week, guys. Bye-bye. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com.